And speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We continue today in Acts chapter 21, moving on to verses 27 through 36. In these verses, Luke continues his description of Paul's activities in the city of Jerusalem that result in his arrest by the Romans, just as the prophet Agabus had predicted. On our previous study, we saw that Paul agreed to the request of the Jerusalem church to sponsor four men in their purification rites to prove to the Jews that he is in obedience to the law. Now we come to today's study, and we begin our reading with verse 27, and Luke writes, The seven days were almost ended when some Jews from Turkey saw him in the temple and roused a mob against him. They grabbed him, yelling, Men of Israel, help, help! This is the man who preaches against our people and tells everybody to disobey the Jewish laws. He even talks against the temple and defiles it by bringing Gentiles in. For down in the city earlier that day, they had seen him with Trophimus, a Gentile from Ephesus in Turkey, and assumed that Paul had taken him into the temple. The whole population of the city was electrified by these accusations, and a great riot followed. Paul was dragged out of the temple, and immediately the gates were closed behind him. As they were killing him, word reached the commander of the Roman garrison that all Jerusalem was in an uproar. He quickly ordered out his soldiers and officers and ran down among the crowd. When the mob saw the troops coming, They quit beating Paul. The commander arrested him and ordered him bound with double chains. Then he asked the crowd who he was and what he had done. Some shouted one thing and some another. When he couldn't find out anything in all of the uproar and confusion, he ordered Paul to be taken to the armory. As they reached the stairs, the mob grew so violent that the soldiers lifted Paul to their shoulders to protect him, and the crowd surged behind, shouting, Away with him! Away with him! Though shadows deepen and my heart bleeds, I will not Talking over in the by and by. 
trust is leading, you'll never fail through darkest tunnels or misty As mobs generally do, this mob acts on assumption and misinformation. But notice their bitterness and hatred for Paul. They hate him because he is teaching that a person does not need to go through the Mosaic system to be saved, and they would have killed him if God hadn't sent the captain and the soldiers to intervene. Now here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. I cannot imagine what life would be like if every place I went I would find personal opposition to the gospel to the point of death threats. Perhaps some of you do know what that's like. I don't. Paul finds himself in Jerusalem and a crowd is incited against him. This is the sixth time that that has happened to him. Perhaps more, but six are recorded. Paul, to satisfy the Jews and to foster the work of the gospel among Jews, joins in a purification rite at the suggestion of the Jerusalem church leaders. It is a seven-day affair. When the seven days were nearly over, some Jews from the province of Asia saw Paul at the temple. They stirred up the whole crowd and seized him, shouting, Men of Israel, help us! This is the man who teaches all men everywhere against our people and our law and this place. And besides, he has brought Greeks into the temple area and defiled this holy place. They had previously seen Trophimus, the Ephesian, in the city with Paul and assumed that Paul had brought him into the temple area. The whole city was aroused, and the people came running from all directions. Seizing Paul, they dragged him from the temple, and immediately the gates were shut. While they were trying to kill him, news reached the commander of the Roman troops that the whole city of Jerusalem was in an uproar. He at once took some officers and soldiers and ran down to the crowd. When the rioters saw the commander and his soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. The commander came up and arrested him and ordered him to be bound with two chains. Then he asked who he was and what he had done. Some in the crowd shouted one thing and some another. And since the commander could not get at the truth because of the uproar, he ordered that Paul be taken into the barracks. When Paul reached the steps, 
the violence of the mob was so great he had to be carried by the soldiers. The crowd that followed kept shouting, Away with him! Some Jews from the province of Asia, the western part of what is now Turkey, perhaps from Ephesus, recognized that one of the Gentile Christian companions of Paul was an Ephesian named Trophimus. They falsely assumed that Paul had taken him, a Gentile, into the temple area and thereby had defiled it. This called for the death sentence. Let me explain what's going on here. The temple area was divided. The Antonia Fortress, or castle, commanded the northwest corner of the complex. Here the Roman guards were stationed. Stairs led down into the court of the Gentiles. This court, bounded by colonnades or porticos, surrounded the temple area itself. Within this court of the Gentiles was the sacred enclosure, which included from west to east the Holy of Holies, the Holy Place, the Court of Priests with the Altar, then the Court of Israel, and finally the Women's Court. Trophimus would have been allowed into the Court of the Gentiles, the large area around the sacred enclosure. But Paul was accused of taking his Gentile friend beyond the Court of the Women and into the Court of Israel. Here only Israeli men were allowed, who were not priests or Levites. Had the charge been true, it would have been a capital offense. There were actually signs on the banister separating the court of the Gentiles from the sacred enclosure. Two such inscriptions have been found, one in 1871 and another in 1935. These signs warned the Gentiles that they had no one to blame but themselves for their deaths, which would take place if they proceeded beyond the barriers and entered the court of Israel. Paul wrote to the Ephesians later, saying this about Jesus, He is our peace, who has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. He has made the two one. Paul is referring to that banister. The Romans honored those signs and those rules to the point that they permitted the Jews to carry out death sentences upon Gentiles who violated their space. In fact, they were permitted to execute such violators even if they were Roman citizens. This was highly unusual since Rome generally protected its citizens. So the accusation against Paul was that he had brought Trophimus, a Gentile, into the court of Israel. This called for the death penalty. Perhaps the Asian Jews who wanted Paul dead knew that the charge was false, but they raised such a cry that Paul would have been lynched on the spot if the Roman garrison in the Antonia fortress hadn't heard the commotion and rushed down the steps into the court of the Gentiles and rescued Paul. Paul was placed under arrest by the Romans for his own protection and for investigation. He was bound with two chains. I must stop here and continue next time, but to Paul this was nothing new. He had been chained before. He had been threatened with death before. And he knew ahead of time that this is what he was in for in coming to Jerusalem. He had been warned. I can't help as I read these accounts and think about them to marvel at Paul. He really, wholly, 
followed his Lord. It led to suffering, to persecution, and would quite possibly lead to death. But he followed his Lord. Listen to the challenge of the renewal singers. Production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California 93263, USA.